so this is um, episode one of the Madhead podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the schedule for today is going to be, I'm going to talk about the fights from last night. I'm going to talk about my predictions and uh, where I went wrong. And then I'm going to have my first guest ever on here. And uh, I'm going to talk about my exciting weekend in um, Dayton, Ohio. Okay, so I guess to start, um, we're going to talk about um, Kevin Lee versus Greg Argolepsi. Now, I, I predicted a Gillespie by unanimous decision, and uh, I was wrong, uh, sadly. Uh, Kevin Lee knocked him out with a head kick in the first round, which um, I was super surprised by. I thought Gillespie would just take it to the ground and just dominate the fight. But now he got kicked into another dimension, and he was, I mean, he was, he like, he got knocked out on the fall, which you don't really see too much. You usually see, you know, someone's head hit the ground and they get knocked out, but no, he went, he went down mid-fall, and uh, it was kind of scary, actually. Um, I'm super impressed with Kevin Lee. He's, you know, I just he kept switching camps and stuff, so I thought he was weak-minded. But he came out hot, and it looks like his uh, uh, training up in Canada is really paying off for him and maybe getting some sparring sessions in with uh, the legendary GSP, I guess. Um, the next fight that I really want to talk about is uh, Thompson versus Loke. Um, I predicted Thompson by a unanimous decision. And uh, I was right there, but the... Um, I think the judging was pretty solid in that one fight of the night, too. It was a really good fight. Um, I think Stephen Thompson's striking is one of the best in the welterweight division, and he's one of the last karate guys left as well. So that's pretty cool. You like to see someone who's a little different just than, you know, Muay Thai or wrestling win something. And I think he's kind of the dark horse again in the division. I think he can make some noise. You just got to get a couple more wins there, and he'll be right into the discussion. Uh, the next fight was uh, Gaslam versus Till, and uh, I predicted Gaslam first round KO, so I was wrong there, because Till won by decision. Um, I guess the main thing that surprised me in this fight was, uh, I just thought Gaslam was kind of holding back a little bit. It felt like Till like kind of learned how to, I don't know, be patient and not just jump in there, because you know when he was a welterweight, he was kind of making immature decisions and just going out there, chin up, hands down, you know, throwing haymakers and just being stupid. So that surprised me a lot that he kind of learned maturity and it feels like he's kind of growing up a little bit. And I think that, you know, after one more win, he's going to be, you know, maybe facing Adesanya maybe. Um, he impressed me a lot, actually. But then one of the judges scored it like 27, 30, or 28, 29 for Gaslam, which was just stupid. And it just shows that judging is just so bad right now and that you can't really trust anything. And then you really need to switch to... I think they should have at least five judges, not just three, because... Some people are just stupid, can't really control it either. Um, but yeah, no, Darren Till looked really good, and I was actually pretty excited by the way he fought it. Fight, fought, fought. Um, <laughs> the next fight we're going to be talking about is the main event, Masvidal versus Diaz. My prediction was um, Masvidal by unanimous decision, and the fight was honestly going the way I thought it was, you know. Uh, Masvidal came out fast and was dominating the fight. I was kind of excited to see that fourth round, because, you know, that's when Diaz usually picks it up or third or fourth round, he usually picks it up and just starts, you know, laying people out, putting together some combos. But no, Masvidal dominated the first two rounds. Uh, Diaz got a bad cut on his eye, and he ended up... A cut? Yeah, a cut. Yeah, a cut. Two bad cuts, actually. He ended up, it ended up being a doctor stoppage in the third round. At first, I was, like, really disappointed, and I just thought it was kind of like, I don't know, a pussy move. But um, then I saw, like, the cut, like, in the hospital, and I just saw how bad it actually was because it looked a lot better during the fight. And I actually thought it was a pretty good stoppage. 
I know uh, Dana White thought it was a good stoppage too. I guess you can't never really tell in the moment, and I was just bummed out because you know this was like fight of the year, and it was ended up being a really good fight. But uh, Diaz also said he had some, I don't know, like an injury or something that uh, affected his cardio, so he couldn't run as much as he usually does. So that's why he was waiting until the fourth round to really pick it up. And then uh, <clears throat> Mazadol looked really good, though, like surprisingly good. I just kind of thought maybe the KO of Askren was a little lucky, and then Till was just being stupid and fighting London just again, hands down, chin up. But no, he looked real good, and I think he's, I don't think they'll rematch it right away. I think this is a title shot for sure for the winner of Covington who's been 245 on the 14th but uh the thing that really I liked was uh the press conference after when um Diaz was just talking about running it back and he started calling out The Rock saying The Rock was you know soft and that he was on Masvidal's team because they you know grew up in the same city and whatever which is true he's got a point but now nah, he wants Mike Tyson to put that belt on him next time so I really do hope they get a rematch I would like to see an immediate one but I'm totally fine with a title shot from Masvidal if that's what he wants because I think he deserves it. So even to put it on break or maybe even maybe Diaz-McGregor trilogy and then why Masvidal fights for the title 170, something like that, I think would be a really good idea. Um, but I do think this sets up uh, 245 on the 14th real nicely just because I think that uh, the winner of Covington Usman will definitely have to face Masvidal and obviously... Uh, if it was Covington who won on the 14th, which I think it will be, then Masvidal-Covington uh, fight will be interesting because ex-best friends, no teammates, they hate each other now, and you know, they think they're fake. So that would be super, super interesting fight. And I honestly don't know who I'd have there because, you know, I think Covington's a better fighter, but I don't know. I think Masvidal's on a hot streak, and even if Covington got the better of Masvidal in the practice room, I just think that Covington's just a totally different fighter than what he used to be, and he's got, like, a whole new confidence, and he has, like, more of a purpose now in the fight game. So, I don't know. That's going to be a real good fight, but overall, I think this this card I knew was going to be really good, and I think it actually, I don't know. I think it uh, did a good job of just not surprised, you know, keeping, being good and not, like, because some cards, you know, they're overhyped, and then they end up sucking, like the Nganu Derek Lewis fight where it just like no one was throwing punches. You never really know what could happen. But I, I was pretty sure this was a can't miss card and it ended up being a can't miss card and it kinda sucks that the doctor stopped it, but in the end I think it was the right decision. But Diaz was definitely mad, he wanted to keep going. But hopefully that sets up for, you know, another fight with them a rematch. Um But yeah, no, I think UFC two forty five is gonna be awesome. And it, this was a perfect uh end of the night to set up for that night and I just think that UFC really wants to pump up Masvidal now and make him you know potentially next Conor McGregor but who knows but good round of fights and I guess now I'm going to talk about a little bit about my weekend so this weekend you know I went to a rowing match in Indianapolis uh, to watch the Dayton rowing team because um, my girlfriend her sisters both of her sisters uh, compete for Dayton rowing so I went down and watched that and then after that, I came up to, you know, Dayton, Ohio to hang out with them. Um, basically, we just chilled in the dorm rooms. I met the roommates and stuff like that. Chilled. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up going to a place called, well, Elizabeth's actually here. Uh, Natalie's sister, so my hey. girlfriend's Natalie. Hey, yeah. guys. Hey. <laughs> so, um, Elizabeth, where did we go last night? What was that place called? I forget. Flan- oh, yeah. Flanagan's? Flanagan's or whatever. Yeah, so the weird thing in Dayton is... Um, 
the bars here are 18 and over, which is weird because I'm not used to that. I'm used to 21 and over. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now that I'm 21. Yeah, and the other weird thing was there was no, uh, like, bounce or anything, which is weird because, again, I'm not used to that either. So we just walked in and, you know, ordered a couple pictures for the table. I showed them my ID. They gave us pictures. I asked for, like, seven cups, and he gave me seven cups without saying anything or asking for any more IDs, which was kind of cool. Uh, we met a guy named Nick. Nick was weird. Yeah, Nick 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 was trying to get in everyone's pants, my pants, Elizabeth's pants. And he was thirty, so that was a little weird, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. He was he a, looked a lot younger though, I'm not gonna lie. I, he had that go. Yeah, no, he, he looked he looked way younger. Uh I was super creeped out by it though. Like I just didn't really know what to think. And then we skirted. Yeah, we let we left that out real quick, but honestly it was fun. We hit some darts, hung out, you know, just vibed. And then on the walk home, I got a cool picture by the Dayton sign. Threw up a little bit. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, no, it was actually a real fun time. And the, the campus is honestly fairly smaller than I thought it would be. And it's yeah, super, like, nature and stuff, which is kind of cool. But, no, it was super fun. Flanagan's was fun. Um, the food here is awesome. Like, the dining like the dining court set up, like, it's not all you can eat. It's, um, like, you, it's like pay, you pay for it. But it's actually real good food elizabeth do you have any like good dining court experiences or like what's your favorite memory so far from uh from fresh- the dining- <laughs> not the dining court just from uh you know your freshman year in um, general you know last night last night actually <laughs> actually yeah yeah I'll actually say, or last no? night. <laughs> oh was it like well i just you- like having you, you guys here oh thank Sorry. you can you give me like your favorite uh memory from last night um um the picture that we took the picture that, oh yeah, yeah. so we do you explain the picture then so Carson brought a Polaroid camera. You know, he's a silly guy, pretty goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, he decided to um, pose um, with uh, his, his fat ass, <laughs> thick. <laughs> and then we're all in the background, and it's really funny. Yeah, like my full my full ass is out. Like you can just see the back, and I have a jewel in my mouth. You know, yeah, posing a little bit. But no, that was super funny, and I hope that goes up in Lauren's room right next to the picture with Elliot. That'd be funny. <laughs> But, uh, no, last night was fun, and I'm definitely glad I came up. And I have, a, you know, a lot of homework uh, this weekend, and I have two tests on Tuesday. And I'm just screwed. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely fail one of them, I'm not going to lie. But uh, it's all right, though. I'm going to keep moving forward and just, like, forget about it. But, yeah, this is the first episode of the Mad Heads podcast. Uh, I'm Carson. I'm Elizabeth. Yeah? <laughs> Thanks for listening. And then I'm going to do one of these um, videos pretty much every time after a – a big card and um hopefully they get a little longer and a little more in depth uh honestly didn't even get a chance to watch the fight so i really just watched highlights and read a bunch of blogs about them what uh, is the next fight the next fight the next big one i would say is 245 on december 14th oh. but there is a couple cards in between that i'll probably have a little video about or i'll talk about if there's a you know a bunch of stuff happening i'll definitely want to make a short podcast talking about the events and just tune in next time and keep reading the blogs and just follow them on Twitter. Follow, follow me on Twitter at MadHeads at MadHeads2019. And just keep being yourself and um, don't stray away from conflict. Just to keep doing your thing, audience. And yeah. All right. That's the podcast. Thank you. <laughs>